Hello, hello, and welcome to my lovely, inspiring human potential community. To everyone tuning in, before we get started on today's topic that is in pursuit of those keys to inner growth and following your heart to the life of an entrepreneur and to much more that I talk about, guide about, from the podcast to the blog to other online presences which are known to those who continuously tune in a special announcement anchor has allowed finally that listener support button which means the world for everything that i pursue and wanting to share and for those who are looking to support the inspiring human potential mission its purpose and anyone who believes in general in inspiring human potential because that's one of those amazing things we can do and the online world has brought us to be able and do connect support and uh, together we will achieve that harmony worldwide so if you wish to contribute because uh, the inner growth process mindset has contributed to your life or because you believe in inspiring the world through these different means please do so thank you so much for doing so and as always you can reach out if you want to collaborate if you want to share your story if you have a personal development uh, process mindset something that can contribute to others in their unlocking of their untapped unlimited potential reach out to me uh, the blog luna12780.com has my email in the about section and let's move on to today's topic as always the lovely online community has at heart us online entrepreneurs content creators we have many different names but we are all here to inspire human potential in our unique way and for the inspiring human potential community we have new podcast patron members only episodes coming this year because patron has started something to support the podcast community and uh, we are going to use that in a way that expands the inner growth learning material and the ability for you to follow your heart applying the things that we discuss in our daily anchor ihp podcast show so inner growth mindset lifestyle choices the journey the way that you can work through anything that is arising at first as conflict but that those who tune into any of the material whether the podcast the blog or the website know that's the opportunity for inner growth and for you to follow your heart so i look forward to hearing from you all for this first round it'll be the first year that we have patron members only podcast episodes with your feedback i'm sure we will continue to improve and expand all the material that is meant to inspire your higher human potential i look forward to you joining us today's topic i would like to share a bit about the foundation of all of the inspiring human potential inner growth content 
what you learn about and what we discuss has its foundation in a lifelong accumulated research that involves the fields of humanities and social sciences philosophy with a focus on existentialism and recently added basics of neuroscience physiology and biology this research continues and the wealth of information that i share across different platforms is in the effort to support your inner growth self-empowerment conscious living ascension awakening and personal development journey in a way that allows you to understand the distinct human characteristics involved in your day-to-day and overall life alongside the choices you make how you feel and deal with events such as the unknown and unwanted a simplified breakdown just to give you an idea and for the hp community to keep in mind as you pursue inner growth and self-empowerment is what is involved in the human's response to -to day-to-day events in life happening we have been able to review this and we always review some aspects throughout the episodes and all the content one the body's nervous system's defense mechanism flight fight response two the heart's feelings emotions ego self-response three the mind's conscious subconscious and conscious response alongside the established neural pathways societal culture and knowledge filters identity secondary and primary consciousness aspects this and more is what is involved as you tune into and read the ihp content whether it be on the blog the youtube Uh, channel patron membership site or the website itself or the podcast you will always get to learn something about how to apply an inner growth mindset and lifestyle approach how to follow your heart and lead with it with that unconditional love neutrality that we so much discuss why it's important and all of this allows you to tap into that infinite higher human potential which is also a response that one acquires as a body mind and heart that is one within you with that ownership a lot of aspects in our life are concepts they're felt and thought because the actual physical moment takes place in a fraction of a second right then it's gone or it's staying if you will and when it comes to separateness there's physical separateness and then there would be what i for me is a combination of that emotional and sensorial but it's not only there because it's in your mind not just feeling something you're feeling with the thought so separateness it will be when it's felt with regard to someone and or something right and it involves you because who's going to be feeling separateness if not one an individual unless it's a conversation on separateness in which case people may be talking about people who have been separated but when we look at the definition of separateness uh, there is a specific trait that is present let me find because i was actually in something else but hold on here's my lovely inner growth word of the day so a state of being alone or kept apart from others so a state of being alone can be that feeling of separateness but also an actual being kept apart from others now this can be by choice right 
support can be by force a lot of people were forced into separateness this past year because of the different uh, things precautions with covid those who were always exposed um, perhaps were not around their family as much in order to keep them safe separateness with the absence of traveling i've been kept away from my family from italy for example and so when these things happen the part of being alone for example see they're separate so sometimes a person could feel separateness and that would be a feeling that has everything to do with your person and the mirror neurons remember how that's the seat of empathy and what you as a human being this is where you will see yourself in others and when you do you're resonating or you're not and when you're not seeing yourself so separateness is an actual component of your existence which some people who have not issues but they're not necessarily loving of who they are there are areas that they obviously don't feel are worthy and this can come for many reasons particularly upbringing and yes upbringing because your first knowledge to you and society is the the family it's who speaks to you it's who raises you and it begins with those sensorial experiences but you are being spoken to as those happen or don't happen so it doesn't mean something exaggerated is happening because we're all at that infant stage organizing with the emotional brain hemisphere that flight fight we're all picking up sensations and our bodies are already reacting in their own unique way to them in the absence of comforting hugs and that affection there is not only that non-production of serotonin the love hormone obviously i'm sure at a certain point they could draw out a little mathematical map of you know the amount that is required to give certain consistent inputs to the body of a sensation of love and stability if we wanted to go down that path but we also have discussed the one um, study that they did with a chimpanzee and i forget all of it and why they were doing it but where they gave the the monkey uh, a metal mother mother to eat from and a soft mother and they would only eat from the metal mother mother <laughs> this is it's a tongue twister and then they would stay the rest of the time with the cotton mother and this always makes me think of children that were not hugged and embraced because there are differences of that hugging i have a very loving mother i have a passionate in southern italian neapolitan mother so this is where hugs and kisses are like loads of even when you don't want them you go to your grandparents house and they'd always this pinching of the cheek there there's a lot of things that today maybe are changing because there's a different way that people are expressing their own uh, preferences so some people don't like that hug hug all the time for one reason or another when they were tiny they began not liking it so as they got older now they can uh, defend it and they're speaking up against it so culturally speaking there could be changes that happen for example and that's fascinating if you ask me and as always it's not one way or another way that's the beauty 
of being in this neutral space for those of us who are here and acknowledging being human is not just a label it's not just one feeling it's not just one culture it's actually an individual that is coexisting with their first society their family the nucleus if they have a healthy one then they're all going to have average emotional and mental layers to go through because there's that average identity that you've been given so some has jived with you other things have made you feel that separateness from your siblings from your family the person who doesn't feel that they belong they don't see themselves they think maybe i'm adopted even as a child because they feel so out of place okay that for example is an emotional state of being of aloneness so separateness while you are amongst family members this can also take place if you're not loved and you are an affectionate person but you're not recognizing it because this is where the words that you're being taught the behavior that you're being given isn't what creates the expansion of you the sense of comfort the sense of ease of being loving it's the opposite so your body is naturally in a conflict already because and it's not conflict like good and bad thing going on within you it's more um, non-flow there we go it's not flowing because it's not in its ideal environment now every individual will appreciate a sense of comfort to the body and that sense of flow is where you find that absence of sense of fear sense of fear is that aspect of some will break it down differently i'm going to break it down with our consciousness which is always a part of us from the moment we're born we're building our primary consciousness as the emotional brain hemisphere develops and we're organizing sensorially imaging vision um, i mean smells because i already said vision (laughs) but everything is organized in a specific way those nine founding feelings that psychologists list for when uh, you begin a journey include taste and smell these are all part of survival and when it comes to survival it's an actual defense mechanism which any living species it's only normal that you are organized to ensure that you live part about humanity is the way that this is broken down is not including sensorial with the absence of labels and judgments so to give us the third layer which we get to discuss the body element it's it's the sensations and it is connected to sense of flow and ease and comfort or the absence of when there's the absence of that's always where you're already pursuing inner growth we're already feeling emotional upheaval or not comfort sadness anger frustration not because they're good or bad because your body is actually responding with a defense mechanism something's taking place that's making it unhappy uncomfortable unflowing and that when it comes down to it removing all of the societal construct that has taken place throughout the years and evolution of our species and going back to the way way beginning but without thinking of us as this you know primordial being who's dealing with nature alone because we're not there anymore when we were there that is exactly what we're doing and in fact we weren't even using words we were living in nature with nature this was where separateness is not part of that and remember when we discussed the sociopath in one of the psychology books that i've read throughout the years 
um, particularly when I began the inner growth mindset book the one about the heart of human um, and it's by Eric Fromm so sociopath or if it's not the sociopath it's the it's the serial killer person and he goes on to explain how this person does not feel they belong to their society at all they don't see themselves in society there's not anything that makes them feel wanted or belonging so the ego self it it needs to feel that it exists because it's always been there so while with the external input you get to find it it's not your decision though this is why at a certain point you get to find it on your own but with the emotions and the mental layer and the body element this is where you get to actually complete an empowerment journey for yourself achieve that inner growth and then pursue that through your mindset because you're focused on acknowledging that defense mechanism it's so much a part of your body that it's always reacting obviously because the unknown is immediately outside of you it's immediately a question for your conscious mind as a human being you don't only have primary consciousness you have secondary consciousness so you think that you think by the time this is happening you already have a foundation of what the external told you society is and you are which is why it's first that beginners uh, part of the inner growth program it's following your heart then it's about getting to deal with those aspects that you know you're kind of you know not 100 percent comfortable with happy with meaning some things made you sad and upset and instead of staying in a place of battle and thinking that your parents or whatever happened is a bad or good thing you say i'm going to allow life to be in this unknown space so there's no why because of negative or positive there are many whys and you get to venture off into that territory because you're choosing to think of those initial thoughts that come to you acknowledge where they come from they are habits they are uh, what you saw your environment they are what you keep on seeing and or feeling but this is where as the existentialists put it you can choose to be the human you want to be now the existentialists say an individual won't do that because that would mean they're going to take on the responsibility of defining their entire species we're always connected the mirror neurons there they call them like little wi-fi receptors this is where we will mimic each other if we are most comfortable i told you guys i've tested that out before it's true if you're having a comfortable conversation with somebody start moving your hand put it on your neck or on your cheek cross your legs over be patient don't say anything and watch if they're comfortable and resonating it doesn't mean they'll exaggeratedly you know mimic but you'll see that they will do some things and for you i tested it out for like a whole month and it it happened like i would rub my eye and the person in front of me would rub their eye or put their hand on their chest it was fascinating (laughs) so this is where it's really amazing but the sociopath thing so as eric Fromm is describing this the separateness that is created and he doesn't mention the mirror neurons from the brain he's mentioning from the subconscious unconscious the ego self perspective because this is where the different subject matter experts don't always come together to bring every piece of the component and so you might get subconscious and conscious and that way of organization but you're not reading up and finding out that there's also physiological component 
and yesterday I told you guys about the whole use of this word evil that is still used which if it doesn't change with the experts it's obvious that people are going to keep using it and it is from the experts that i'm disappointed the most because they're the ones that are supposed to have the knowledge but when we look at the fact that they don't actually see right here the psychologist won't necessarily have the knowledge of the brain of the neuroreceptors firing because they didn't study that they studied the subconscious unconscious they're into counseling into giving a person a therapy or maybe the psychiatrist give medication but even that that's evolving i'm sure because of what neuroscience is finding and in fact the body keeps a scorebook he's a neuroscientist psychiatrist psychologist if i'm not mistaken i need to remember his titles but he's definitely somebody who's had patients from the beginning of psychiatry because he talks throughout the book of the medications and how they don't help essentially because the body keeps the score it's a patch but it's not supporting the person to resolve by re-establishing a relationship with their body with the body meaning the brain and so that part of quote-unquote rewiring it's an actual thing because you're working with your um, learned defense mechanisms the part of rewiring we choose not to use it because that's not going to lead you to that ownership that empowerment any part of you is not to be rewired or changed which reminds me i saw a quote yesterday it's like i need to tell them it was a quote somebody was sharing some very strong prayer and inside this it said make me more like you and less like me and although i understand with prayer because this is where if you remember of the way a religion is i've studied world religions in my political science bachelor's year i took the class so i know plus i was raised catholic so i know with christianity some of the foundation and though right here some because the different denominations will express different aspects but essentially christianity as a religion and i'll never forget this because this is where the the, the learning from the professor was clear for all the uh, religions and christianity there are only two things to be a christian to believe in jesus christ the son of the lord so as the son of god and to repent and i'll never forget the example this professor gave which by the way for me was very common sense there's always been the knowledge of unconditional love in the heart of humanity when the interview comes out i'll i'll share with you guys but this is what i did express in there that we discuss unconditional love that i share and try to guide and mentor on that and that human's heart holds it all the time they're not directed towards it with the conversations but i've always felt it so this is where it's um it it made sense so here here i'm going to share it with you guys and then we'll finish with the topic on the the sociopath because the example will help continue this discussion on separateness and so will this essentially but um the two the repent repenting so he said truly repenting for sin those are the only two things then he goes on to say the other monotheistic religions which would be judaism and islam they have their rules they have their the quran with the five is it five i think yes it's five and then for judaism it's a hundred rules or laws 
yes he said a hundred that i remember because it was like a lot he's like they have to follow all these hundred a hundred um rules laws from within their text which i don't think it's the old testament i think there's another word for it but i'm not 100 percent sure i forget anyways the repenting part he says for example if somebody steals but somebody and somebody kills and the somebody who steals doesn't truly repent meaning they don't feel guilty they don't uh, pray for forgiveness they don't change their ways but the person who murders does that person is the one who goes to heaven and again he's explaining a religion he's study he's a professor he's not somebody who just came out and just gave this opinion this is studying the text and 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 referring exactly what this means which again as somebody who knows the word truly repent just in general conscious is clear when you are what clear when your intent is pure how do you know what your intent is because you know your own heart we all know our own hearts at teenage years you begin negating that to follow your peer group for those who continue to follow the peer group and there are many for me for example that's exactly where i was like "Mm, nope following my heart is the best way for my life now when we look at the nervous system's response when we look at the psychological aspects so it's not about maturity you know we use all these words maturity because of age physiologically speaking i told you guys about that study so it's another finding from our lovely community if people only knew and and kept these things in mind uh, the perception of pain physiologically speaking or the depth of um what it was danger it's either danger or pain but it's physiological so from the brain again the way that a a a child growing up becoming a young adult 16 and above is when you begin to actually your brain begins to actually recognize the depth the truth of like um what could happen so that part of being afraid of the consequences of your actions so knowing danger until 16 physiologically speaking there's a different perception of that and i do remember it connected to pain because i remember as they were telling me this i was like this makes so much sense because my body um as i got older started you know reacting to cold more and more but when i was little i could spend time in in the ocean which i love the ocean and be in the water without any issue as i got older after the 16 year mark my yeah it takes me forever to get into water when it's cold which is one of the reasons why i love miami water it's never cold um it's very lukewarm so my body doesn't have the (laughs) cold feeling but when i'm in naples and just in italy or any ocean that is cold i can't immediately get in so that's why i remember this data point because it actually began affecting me in a specific way connected to that number i'll find it and and let you guys know uh, if there's a specific source you can go look for it but when you re reconnect these aspects you can understand why you did what you did the choices you make this is where every one of us has a unique imprint doesn't mean that every one of us 
did our own journey from the get-go simply because the societal engagement is your first nervous system's response if you're not perceiving that depth of danger pain as they point out which we're not it is only normal that teenagers insecure teenagers start growing up they do silly things 16 17 a lot of the criminals that are in prison that i've watched documentary after documentary in fact so much so that it broke my heart because these were all young kids and it's only because legally speaking they're considered adults it's because people speak of it as but they made their choice and yes they have consciously speaking they have but they're ignoring all these other factors the physiological component of of sensing danger at a different level which brings us back to when we are just born we begin having night terrors the six month mark is the first one and that's where you begin to consciously be aware that you're not one with your mother you know we we have a knowledge of want and desire from the 14 month mark it's egocentric you then move to understanding that others want from you at 18 months so remember though you're engaging with the external based on the nervous system's response you are organizing flight fight from your zero to two years of age not because you think you have an enemy because sensorially speaking your body already knows it's not one with something and you're starting to interact with that and it is comforting if you get a bunch of hugs and love and and caressing and it is not so much so when you start getting yelled at now if you get yelled at for those important life matter things this is where things are different but again no perfect uh, way or not way because it's about remembering your uniqueness which is why it's silly when i see people trying to find the perfect way to do this thing like parenting it's not perfect not because the parents can't be but they're already interacting with another individual who can't speak to them and who doesn't even know what they're feeling or not feeling and that they'll find out at one point this connects to those unknown elements of life and being at ease with the unknown because of course you're not at ease ease immediately because you've already picked up always on this life primary consciousness and then secondary and as a human you wonder why and for now we have a lot of different answers and even at the certain point when we'd have all of our physiological answers so from science the mind is always going to question because there's an infinite space to that tomorrow there's an infinite number of things that could happen that's all there's not one the body it's how it's like it knows it and uh, the person who allows themselves to achieve a sense of comfort with the unknown is the person that navigates that infinite higher human potential space because you are allowing more information so you're going beyond those initial foundational pieces of information you have and you're not ignoring or negating them you're adding to your knowledge bank very different so the sociopath getting back to this example that was giving or the psychopath again i forget but this the person who goes on this killing spree eric Fromm explains that um, because they're separate they don't feel they're part of their society Uh, they don't see themselves within their society they're not loved they're not wanted they're not anything 
they're trying to go back to being one with nature and so blood connects to the earth and 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 it's tangible it's um, also about power so feeling that you are something when people have this way of being whether it be narcissist arrogant um, all those aspects that one would label bad human being this is where they are the weakest ones emotionally and egocentrically speaking their ego does not feel it belongs it's trying to take something because it's trying to feel now it's not about justifying it's about understanding and for those who want to be leaders within their own community this is where it's about finding out how can we work with this how can we work with the knowledge to bring forth things that would support the person the person's not willing to work with themselves which again they haven't been given the opportunity if they get labeled which is what takes place still to this day and it will for some time being and it might be forever as long as people stay in duality and will want to say these 10 things are fine these 10 things are not and so these 10 human being types are horrible and they're always going to be labeled as such as long as that happens well guess what happens when you label a group of people with a specific term that says we don't want you because you're shitty are their ego selves welcome no do you think that they can feel welcome okay no they're not welcome at all so this is where the unconditionally loving human beings that person who is acknowledging "Mm, this does create a cycle that repeats and it repeats because there's separateness there's choosing to label versus understand gain information try out things to see what works now we're not in the medieval times anymore but let me tell you this it certainly still feels like that when i go and look at certain of those criminal shows and see all the people ganging up with their emotions because they have those feelings it's normal i get it and i also know the societal uh, culture and what is still very much used in the methodology of sharing information of doing mass media and it is not in neutrality it is very much so in the battle of the egos with duality in the forefront and with sides and that's exactly why when i think of that word leader it's used with individuals who are nothing but average a true leader is an empowering leader is the one who's saying we're all awesome some of us could be better but let's work with it because they're not quote-unquote better because of circumstances that we cannot deny and if it's physiological well then they're not better or worse are they they were born with specific characteristics the only reason some people will not choose to allow that is because they've got a mentality that is quite medieval so when somebody in the past would make specific types of comments for the individual who has a hard time becoming a part of society right and this is where there's certain types of um, individuals that uh, what is it called they have specific types of of situations Um, the words aren't coming to me right now because there's a specific term but 
point is the group of people that will think of it in darwinist terms and say well those people shouldn't be here because you know they're not the stronger ones of the species that's not an evolved mind so if they want to talk about civilization and being civilized and you know they they talk about a lot of things they really aren't representing any type of civilized quote-unquote human being when they're saying these people ah they can be even you know gone what would be best is to acknowledge this is my opinion this is something that i see for these x y and you know the reasons but if they really went down that path they would realize as they were speaking they would hear themselves and they would recognize this is not this is not loving and this is actually you know quite shallow so the people that express concepts they're just in a specific type of environment and habit of of expressing those which is why the leadership is the only way that you can change it and when documentaries are using still specific terms to talk about individuals that word evil when they're talking about a person who's been in an abusive household this is that place where you still see that duality exists in the way that you're presenting something so emotions are involved they're being ignored by the individual who is presenting and there's this way of talking about the same scenarios over and over and over again which isn't changing the dialogue and trying to say okay this is shouldn't happen but here's the other aspect so we want to avoid these but to avoid these we need to support and help these individuals some way shape or form because they're not just born evil they had circumstances happen abuse physiological damage you know sometimes i've told you guys about that one study that um they scanned 3000 or more brains i forget how many brains it was and uh, they tell their personal story so it's important to them the the scanning of brains because they say every psychologist before administering any type of medicine should scan their patient's brain if a patient falls even if it looks like a silly fall this could damage something so the personal experience for this doctor was a nephew who had fallen off a bike nothing had happened to him but all of a sudden as he's playing in the park with the little girl i think the 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 nephew was eight or something like that he began he became violent he he attacked the little girl i forget in in what way but it was really bad and so they took him immediately to think the doctors they scanned the brain i don't remember exactly why and the timeline but thankfully they scanned the brain and they found that there had been damage so they they then applied uh, a way that you can exercise the brain i'm not sure if it's you know what is it called there there are working with the neuroreceptors i saw that just the other day there's a there's a type of company that is doing that so you can uh, rewire again i and for me it's really about supporting versus rewiring because your brain already functions at its best it's trying to if there's damage it's not your fault this is not the brain's fault so right here to change yourself it's not ownership this is creating a relationship with the ego the self of you oh i need to change no your brain had an you fell or whatever you know something happened you're made that way even even the part if you're made that way 
right here if you're made that way why would you look at yourself as good or bad you meaning the individual once they grow of age once you're of age that you can become aware of self-worth self-love self-acceptance so people talk the talk oh i love me i am me but they're really in defense mode this is the part and every time they're highlighting their differences which is what some people will do it is because they want to feel special they're not recognizing it and the more they're highlighting that's why those ego group leaders they are highlighting every aspect of their life that makes them unique they need to feel that they are different and separate from the rest of humanity not because of separateness per se so here they don't feel alone they're trying to feel good about themselves so they're creating a specific type of separateness now we ventured off into kind of a societal engagement with separateness which is still good to talk about uh, so that you can always acknowledge that ego self it is always wanting to be loved and you are the first who can do that now that you are older when you were an infant you couldn't and when you're an infant though you're thinking of these things in those ways as you're experiencing trauma it's simply a flight fight organization so your, your body's adapting okay where where are we at our best sensorially speaking where's that sense of comfort for us for this body with the environment that it's been given so if you have a very cold frigid environment this means you're not going to express those emotions it's not going to feel comfortable in fact it's going to feel dangerous and or not uh, at ease at all so if you meet something loving you might be like whoa i don't want this i don't like this now this is where a person can if they want understand it the part of labeling oneself based again on that information and societal norms is what stops people from doing this it's uh it's very very interesting so with our community we get to change that and let you know if you feel uncomfortable with love you can change that if you want you can transform that by understanding on a sensorial level simply by being with your awareness with your person as you're experiencing moments and then all you need to do is think okay did i have a lot of love as a child did i not how are my parents Hmm, they're a little cold you know okay my grandparents were like this you know this is our culture this is our habits it's only because one stays within those boxes okay so this is our nature your nature is to be a human being your nature can be many things um for sure we are immediately responding to any threat the ego self with societal engagement because that's the first nervous system's response as a mammal they say humans are societal i equate it to we were the weakest species guys without our tools and therefore of course we're you know working together here we wouldn't have survived the animal kingdom the nature kingdom when it rained you know we're not that strong today we have technology that helps us and at a certain point we developed weapons doesn't make us stronger obviously and in fact this is where the brain began to develop once we created fire and we began thinking and that's where those whys began right so the part of the criminal who becomes a serial killer and the earth 
this is where we are part of nature the only reason a human ever thought they weren't was because they began thinking and really when they began thinking there was fear of nature it was our one enemy because again weak remember that it's a way to allocate specific types of aspects with neutrality and remembering that we have gone through evolution and and we're not that uh old we we've just began this journey if you will the cognitive part of the brain the rational brain hemisphere is the youngest piece of the brain the brain is built from the bottom up so right here again physiologically speaking there are a lot of things that should be given side by side with our subconscious and conscious peeps but it's not so a person may talk about their psyche and say i know my ego i know myself i know you know and they're doing all of this and they're claiming growth they're claiming personal development they're claiming conscious living they're claiming they're not paying attention to their body they're not paying attention to how they're interacting so when they get snooty when they get arrogant when they get angry when they get frustrated it's not about not doing those things it's about awareness of those things versus labeling and boxing and saying this is how i am this is where as a person who's stubborn beyond any shadow of a doubt guys meaning come tell me something okay it's it's very clear where i stand which is you told me something that is yours essentially um it's not closed it's not open it's nothing it's me standing there and listening to human beings say what they want to say because guess what it's coming from your ego from your experiences from your life so i will be respectful and listen of course but that's the part where it's not mine it's yours and the part of this stubbornness has always been there as my mother puts it but it was never closed to information there's always a knowledge that that was part of my existence this is also thanks to the mother who says you live with other people i'm an identical twin so i've never been alone and i've always been taught to share and i've always just had another human being next to me in the from the moment of that womb in fact you guys don't know the story but we're preemies and i had the umbilical cord wrapped around my throat we always joked about that since i'm the annoying one and the bossy one we said tina just tried to get rid of me (laughs) sooner than later because i was put being pushy already in the womb but um again joking but this is this is that dynamic just to give you guys extra insight into my into my childhood and life but that that part of ownership um is for those who have it it's your gift now you can move beyond and make it even better because you're going to embrace with love the external which is always a part instead of staying in this place that you feel you need to defend and or that you've been told it's too much or it's you know not right for you to lead in this way because that ego self was obviously strongly present for you this creates that relationship again of feeling that you've done something or you are something that is not welcome so right here anyone who is very firm you know allow yourself to accept that's how you are but yes you coexist so you want to work for those mediums the happy harmony as you try to share respect for others and at the same time respect for yourself 
so when somebody even with the family comes and says you're the aggressor i will always respond and say i may be an aggressor but you guys aren't any less because we have a specific dynamic being a politan we're all loud so this is that part where i've always been been told i'm the loudest but that's not true (laughs) even though i understand why they say it so separateness right here i've never felt separate though so others on the other hand may have felt separate this aspect one will know on their own and if you're sensitive and so this is where being told this is bad this is not what we want has created a sense of refusal that's where separateness and feeling alone even with one's family can take place it is a character trait i use the word character trait but uh let's equate it to that sensorial aspect so that body feeling refused doesn't feel comfortable and at ease and so that might be that flight response right there right so the memorization of the flight response i'm not welcome as i am with a specific type of fear those who are that owner responded with the fight so you know what okay fine but i'm gonna fight my way and be my way again within moderation anything that is extreme comes from a household and an environment that was not conducive at all to allowing a human being to have any form and shape of sense of security there could have been manipulation there could have been abuse there could have been a lot of things okay and it doesn't mean that it was something excessive this is the part we have trauma the first minute we're negated food it's traumatic for the body the first time you're told no it's traumatic so once again remembering emotions are always a part of us as well as the sensorial aspects gives you the three-dimension look at being a human being so that mind that heart that body the this three dimension and then you're always aware first of the body and the flow that way you can bring that sense of ease and disengage from pursuing further emotional upheaval which is what will start happening with the flight fight response and you seeking then to defend your position with all like even just thought wise you begin thinking of all the reasons why you're right or wrong that's that's a defense mechanism if you instead remind yourself bodily wise i'm not in danger i'm actually exchanging an experience and then you move to that ego self and you immediately even here say okay we're good let's see what this person and her thing is going on here um you're allowing that practice it doesn't mean it's successful not successful right here this is where it's awareness then you start choosing and you in time achieves achieve the place you want to achieve so the individual with separateness and that uh, example of the site some the killer person thingy i give it to you because of the connection with nature that took place that takes place at least in this interpretation and observation by this specific psychologist because i'm sure that there are many others that have a different way of presenting the same situation essentially 
the part of not seeing oneself this has been discussed and continues to be discussed among psychologists because this is an actual where those mirror neurons there i don't know if they've ever gone to explain physiologically speaking if there's something that happens but essentially any person who does not see themselves reflected within their community is going to feel that they are alone and this is where every psychologist will say they don't have a way of adapting of fitting in and this is what creates um, unease and essentially issues so a more moderate version of this would be those people who cannot establish relationships whether it be um, couple relationships or just relationships with people and that they're always in a place of of separateness and um, emotional distraught now I, i know three or four people in this category and at least one that is full-blown always repeating that part that they do not see themselves at all like they acknowledge they don't see themselves with their family with people they feel that they're not and we expand always on these topics but that feeling is what perseveres okay now with the feeling and the inclination for the person not to achieve neutrality towards life and the human species and then to move that other step and say that why there is no why there's not something bad or good it's not punishable not punishable again to say life is giving me this so that i can learn love so that i can be love for my person this brings me to that quote that i was going to read you at the beginning so this is uh, somebody that i'm following on tiktok uh, use love first i think is their username something about love first and this uh, one minute tiktok video that came to me he starts it off with saying the ancestors said um don't what was it okay i need to find it uh, the ancestors said to be to love somebody don't uh, love somebody basically here we go don't do something to be in someone's life do something because you are in their life and then the the message continues to talk about unconditional love and and to love a person this way is to say you exist and i love you and that is essentially what an ego self wants to feel which is why it's when you've had an unconditionally loving parent one of the two all the psychologists they speak of this if you've had an unconditionally loving parent then you will more likely be able to move beyond challenges that life present you because you know what it means to be loved because you've been loved and therefore even if you've been alone or separate from others you still have had experiences where you've been welcome and this is the place Um, the unconditionally loving parent is the one who allows you to know you're always welcome people who have not had that don't know this feeling and they are always as the psychologist put it potentially to stay in this victim place mindset because there's always a give and take they have to meet expectations and others have to meet their own expectations so they don't do something just to uh, be a part of a person's life right they they don't just say i'm here i'm loved i love that's it 
they actually want to be engaged with with specific demands and this is where i know a lot of people but no if they don't call me if they don't do this if they don't do that if they don't do and they're always having the same types of relationships with individuals over and over and over again and the societal construct doesn't help these individuals remove that because guess what they use labels right wrong right there's organized ways of expressing concepts and so again that information isn't used to expand the individual it's used to justify and or interact with each other with the judgment with an expectation that you keep on putting those demands instead of acceptance the unconditional love and neutrality is what gives the individual empowerment because you actually say i love who i am how i am i don't need society's approval but i do also exist with society i learn to love who i exist with and the ones who i don't i can remove which is by the way the people who achieve the advanced place in their growth program those people any person who still creates issues quote-unquote issues creates places where you're like ah that's your opportunity to become more of you because that's your opportunity to bring love to your heart for you and what's happening that's the part where that person exists it's it's their their journey their environment their everything so if there's no physical threat this is where you are not in danger so you do not have to respond with fight fight if you are in a physical threat you will flee leave <clears throat> and you can call you know police right take care of things doesn't mean you have to judge the human being <clears throat> and this is the other place when i gave you the example of separateness and choosing <clears throat> excuse me to label certain groups of people as good or bad the labeling is not going to unite humanity it's not going to help people to feel that they belong <clears throat> and really it's not that they their the situation doesn't need to be addressed it does but by being labeled and then classified and then refused it's like when they talk about world war ii at least the way i learned it is after world war one germany was treated very poorly meaning they got um the way the negotiations went they just were given very little because they lost so the country as a whole was put to their knees so to speak i don't remember getting specifics but it's really bad the words used where it was like embarrassing you know they they really uh, it was even putting them in hardship so when the world war ii thing happened it's because of it's not justifying anything okay but again from the textbook they say germans as a people were suffering they had been labeled they had been refused they had been brought to their knees everything that was implemented they were starving okay now what happens when we're starving what happens when you take away everything this is a place that when i read that i'm like well what do they expect them to do of course they reacted like like the way they did they they were brought to their knees any life form which is where culturally speaking a people is an ego so this is why even with globalization we see individuals who don't like it oh but i'm from this country i'm from that country i have this habit i don't want the same 
thing you know this is where it's always ego and it's always separateness without recognizing it but not aloneness in this case right this is where it's an actual divide i guess we should use divide not separateness but the part of the reaction it's it ego always defends itself from the moment it's born because it already exists you already are interacting with the external so the breakdown can be again micro macro as always the minute i read this and how they had been treated and how they were starving and and this just very very uh, again not life-sustaining situation i was not surprised that they did and were that extreme it's not a good thing of course but this is where right here i would have expected our humanity our species to be in a much and more enlightened place we're getting there but we're definitely not completely there because the way that labels are used with the duality don't permit for conversation to move into a space that says okay hold on let us get to that that um center it's always about life but life is not only about physical life this is where as a human we have that secondary consciousness we think things and we feel things and this again will go to that nervous system's response though we've always been responding specific ways emotions are spoken of with a specific type of organization and the emotions in the anger upset sadness even though the sadness part is different than the anger in the way that it's discussed but they're allocated negative positive versus emotional responses are indicative of a body defending itself so with that nervous system which is why we get to practice something different so separateness in this case so for somebody who feels alone who is alone not the physical separateness that is an opportunity for you to go to the ego to bring it love and then to recognize all the elements of why you feel that you're not belonging from that moment forth you can move in a direction of allowing yourself to find your place alone you don't need to belong in a specific way if you allow you to be you now if there are issues of adaptation oh there are things that you feel are not uh, going to be accepted this is where there's always respecting other life right that's the first thing is you always respect other life and other people's if you really want to achieve that self-empowerment from the heart true self-empowerment it is about disengaging from the societal engagement response not in a way that you don't coexist in a way that you tend to your ego's needs on all all accounts whatever labels whatever things you you take time to acknowledge and then you obviously want to adhere to what is that uh, right way to be so that you're not impeding imposing or affecting another human's life because this is where people who stay within their own ego with wanting the expectation wanting to find something that matches 100 percent 
it's not going to necessarily happen and you're still doing as the infant i want the thumbs up thumbs down i want the comfort from outside of me i want somebody to say it's okay to be me i want a partner in that way because you want to identify who you are so your ego self wants to see itself in somebody else this is where societally speaking that's that tendency okay so yes the tendency is to look outside of you exactly why when the existentialists say it's challenge for the person to decide who they're going to be doesn't mean it's impossible many people have done it i'm one of those and so are a lot of you guys i'm sure and so are a lot of other people and those who claim to be their own individual are at least doing it on a conscious level from the moment you begin talking your your yourself okay so separateness and being alone has aspects that are always from the heart that you can look to and i will read to you one of the sentences from the inner growth word of the day let's see separateness the feeling of separateness can bring about contemplation about oneself and life separate separateness in action when you're kept apart from others or feel as if you're apart from them separateness takes place separateness and inner growth separateness brings about a mix of emotions which tend to lead to deep thought it is in this moment that one turns to look inward and unlocks a series of questions and answers that can lead to inner growth this is quite uh, true with all of our emotions and particularly in these moments of being alone or kept apart from people you can learn the things that you do cherish about yourself and about others and when it comes to that physical separation you can practice patience for example because sometimes you can't always achieve closeness like with the whole covid thing but at the end of the day it's always at the emotional layer that separateness is felt and the mental layer because the physical one again happens it's when you're thinking about things and you're feeling as you're thinking that you have the opportunity to pursue love for ego for self for you for the outside and then when it comes to the larger scale it is about understanding that you have your unique ways you're your unique person and you also belong and so how can you work with that to feel separateness without feeling alone so really moving beyond separateness as a feeling completely and knowing that you are an individual you're not separate we are always connected and this reminds me i was going to tell you guys so the first time i was separated from my twin sister we were like eight or seven by separated i mean like not together for like a whole month my mother my grandma told us the story because it was like a whole month and i think it was yeah we both either cried at the same time or something took place at that same time but yeah we never did the tests like many other twins would do to see what if you could um, pick up on each other but i've told you about the appendix story so i went in to get my appendix removed she went in that week after there is an actual connectedness between all of us if we want i mean they're talking about it uh, in the i would say probably new science and or spirituality community for sure a part of that energy the cellular level our cellular makeup and how 
we are connected through energy so even though we don't see it we are one and this is that place we're one and yet we are our individual uh, makeup and that's the beauty of it as you vibrate unconditional love as you become that person who loves who you are and who knows you're never really alone okay from the heart because you love you so you're never alone because you you're participating with your life as you allow the experiences that create separateness to be the growth opportunity and to bring love and neutrality you're going to remove that feeling because essentially you're not judging what you're perceiving from the mind and you're not judging it from the heart you're respecting your spaces so this is where you're not involving yourself in any situation that is completely not your realm but you're also acknowledging when that happens so you can bring neutrality to it from a feeling and a mind perspective and embrace that unique group of people not in a way that welcomes per se but even in a way to say okay how can we work with this group to support their adaptation to what's happening so example all those who are suffering about globalization i always say you're not going to lose your identity the sense of identity is always going to be present but we are also one world so there's nothing that needs to be lost this idea that things get lost is again a human concept that is based on sticking to thinking that there's only one way to have things be presented for them to continue existing every aspect that exists stays within our memory and our hearts within our feelings and within our books within everything this is where nothing dies until every person that knows of that thing dies for example this reminds me of if you guys haven't watched it coco it's cute pixar i think love coco and uh, in this movie uh, there's a part so they're in the land of the dead i won't i will try not to get spoilers i know some people don't like that but this part is what i'm trying to share i have to share it so there's one guy that basically he's about to go into this infinite unknown unknown space because he's being forgotten nobody lives more in the world nobody's alive that remembers him so when the last person dies that remembers him he will completely be gone because there's no memory of him the skeleton is a him i don't remember the name and that you know for example makes sense because on an energetic level if it removes completely emotionally mentally speaking it no longer exists so at that point i would say for sure in existence would take place but other than that usually with our history at least right we, we we write things down we feel them we remember them so they stay even if you just remember it through feeling which is that part where we are always sensing from the moment we're born again is it really ever forgotten so looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences on the topic calling in on anchor or leave a voice message and you can also always email me find the email in the about section on the blog luna12780.com and on the website inspiringhumanpotential.com have a great day sending you all lots of love hugs and smiles